give everyone in Western Canada the middle finger. <laughs> Why indeed? Well, we're going to find out in a minute what this is all about, because we had another middle finger today from another liberal. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Hi, welcome back. I'm David Creighton, the host. Stand on guard. You're watching the Creighton's Right channel. Had a big vote in the House of Commons today, right after question period. A lot of you, I'm sure, were watching. I did the broadcast live during question period, waited until this big vote on the carbon tax pause. It wasn't another axe the tax vote, as some people were saying, but it was a vote to expand Trudeau's three-year carbon tax exemption to more than just home heating oil and include natural gas and propane. So the rest of the country can at least get a little bit of relief. Now, this was a conservative motion introduced by opposition leader Pierre Polyev. And as expected, it didn't pass. But there were some really unexpected things happened today. And we're going to watch what that was right now. Mr. Johari. Mr. Johari. Mr. Long. Mr. Long. Mr. Longfield. Mr. McDonald Avalon. Mr. Morrissey. Now, you see the guy being circled there. That's Ken McDonald, the Liberal MP from Newfoundland, technically Avalon. Now, ironically, Ken McDonald has voted with the Conservatives on two other occasions to axe the carbon tax. But it looks like Mr. McDonald got what he wanted from Justin Trudeau when, when Trudeau exempted Atlantic Canada from the carbon tax as far as home heating oil goes. And there was talk that the Conservatives were asking Ken McDonald to cross the floor to the conservative side. And it looks like McDonald gave his answer today. And he gave the finger. It certainly looks that way to me in this picture, doesn't it to you? And I think that's indicative of how this government really feels about things. So I I don't know what <laughs> here. It's in, here we go in slow motion here. Yeah. Can't can't deny it. Can't deny it. In fact, we can let's even back it up a bit. Let's see it again. Let's see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it certainly looks like he's giving Canadians the finger. As the opposition House leaders said immediately after the vote. That the from member the from Avalon was giving everybody the finger and Canadians the finger. So this motion was to extend the pause to all home heating. Oil. Voting period has ended. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, he's poor, 135, 135, nay, he's cold, 186, 186. I declare the motion defeated. Rising on a point of order. Order, I recognize the Honourable uh, House Leader. Thank 
Thank you, Mr. Speaker. We just had a very important vote to Canadians, and the member from Avalon literally gave the finger to those Canadians as he stood to vote uh, for our motion, which was to give them a break and a reprieve on home heating costs. He gave the finger to the senior choosing between heating and eating. He gave the finger to all those struggling to make ends meet in an unaffordable Canada. He gave the finger to all Canadians watching. Yes, Mr. Speaker, I will rise on the same. Yeah, and here's uh, Ken McDonald's about to rise and explain himself. Of order. I scratched the side of my head with two fingers. So if they think it's one finger, that's up to them. They can take it how they like. Now, do you believe that? I find that hard to believe. <laughs> As they used to say, get smart. Would you believe? I was just scratching my head with two fingers. No, I don't think so. I'm in a, I'm placed in a very difficult situation here. If, if, if honorable colleagues uh, will allow me to take a look at this issue, but let me just say this. When members are often off, offered an opportunity uh, to explain their actions, and they do, usually the matter is closed. This, is, this has raised some disorder in the House. I will take a look at that, and if necessary, I will come back to the House. But I hope uh, that this will be the end of the points of order on this particular issue. Yes, and the Speaker certainly hopes this will be the end of the issue. This is a disaster of a Speaker, by the way, who is the most partisan Speaker I've ever seen. And it's noteworthy as well that six Premiers now are standing up to Trudeau and saying, no, you can't just give Atlantic Canada the pause, the exemption from the carbon tax and ignore the rest of Canada for the population is, for goodness sake. But six premiers now, B.C., Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, and New Brunswick are all saying enough of this crap, this B.S., Trudeau. And Trudeau is just absolutely encircled by political opponents now, by his political foes. And the dominoes are falling. Once he admitted the carbon tax really wasn't about stopping catastrophic catastrophic climate change he opened the door to everything else falling in on him and that's exactly what's happened because he's admitted it's got nothing to do really with canada's global footprint which remains at 1.4 1.5 percent which is insignificant in the larger in the larger realm in the aggregate it is insignificant So, you know, that is what we are up against here is a, a, a prime minister who is essentially against everything now. Now, what the, why is this significant beyond today, historically? Because Justin Trudeau's father was well known for giving the finger at a train stop in British Columbia. He gave the finger to protesters outside of his train window and it was very well remembered people remember this 
And certainly if you went through that, yeah, that campaign, Trudeau was at the nadir of his popularity at that point. And it was a very trying time economically for Canada. Huge interest rates. And this topic came up at a session when Trudeau was addressing a school in Calgary. Leave it to the kids in Calgary. They remembered this. Their parents had told them about the time the elder Trudeau had gave his finger not only to British Columbia, but to the entire West. He really wasn't too positive about Western power and the emergence of the West as a real kingmaker in Canadian politics. So he was asked about this by one of the children. Did your dad give everyone in Western Canada the middle finger? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, first question, what's my favorite spot in Canada, Salmon or BC? My father uh, had an approach to politics uh, that not everyone agreed with. And no matter how nice and good and smart any politician is, there's always going to be people uh, who disagree with some of the decisions. Because really, in politics, you do have to make uh, big decisions. And whenever you make this big decisions, there's going to be people who agree with it and people who don't disagree with it. That's for sure. There's going to be people who disagree with it. And let me tell you, Trudeau made a big decision to put a pause on the carbon tax, but not other provinces and other parts of Canada are going to benefit from that decision. That was a bad decision. And apparently a Liberal MP today made a very stupid decision to make this really personal by doing this. And this was really something that is inexplicable. Why would he do this? Especially since he supported conservative initiatives in the carbon tax in the past. It's not clear what was going on in his mind, why he did this, but this whole scenario is unraveling for the Trudeau government and for Justin Trudeau. Let's hear what Pierre Polly has to say about it. Learned is that he's now got a new carbon tax coalition with the separatists to divide our country. Given that the NDP was forced to flip-flop on Trudeau's plan to quadruple the tax, he had to find a new partner to keep him in power and avoid this non-confidence vote from passing. And who was there to save him? The separatists. So he's now signed on with the separatists to divide Canadians into two separate classes. Those who will have to pay carbon tax on their home heat and a small minority who will get a pause from the pain. All of Trudeau's MPs sold out their constituents and voted to make their home heating more expensive. Trudeau and his costly MPs have divided our country, raised our taxes, and pushed our people out into the cold. Out into the cold. But what's more ominous here is Mr. Polyev's assertion that what is behind today's vote and the fact that the bloc supported the liberals, the NDP did not. They sided with the conservatives because they really seem to see some political danger in the carbon tax. The bloc apparently doesn't. They voted with the government against the conservative motion. And Polyev and others are saying that Trudeau cooked up a deal with the separatists to guarantee their support not only on today's motion, but for the next two years, that the bloc will guarantee their ascendancy, will guarantee that they stay in power 
if the NDP doesn't. Now, this is significant. We have a federalist government being propped up by separatists. Even Justin Trudeau's father would have found that abhorrent because the one thing he was consistent about during his entire life and career was a dedication to federalism and an opposition to Quebec separatism. We might not agree with the mechanisms he used to keep federalism going, including an obsession with official bilingualism and official biculturalism, but he did believe in one Canada, a united Canada, and did not believe and did not support separatists. Justin Trudeau is so ravenously hungry for power that he will accept and he will go out of his way to seek the support of separatists to keep his government in power. And that really is disgusting. Not just for what happened today, but if they prop up this government against the will of Canadians, it is an absolute disgrace. And you have to wonder what this country is coming to when a block of separatists, a bunch of blockheads, can prop up an unpopular, authoritarian, dictatorial, liberal Trudeau government. Because this is unacceptable. And if this is what happened today, my God, help us. We need it. Anyway, that's the latest in Parliament Hill. Hope you've enjoyed the drama today. But believe me, this is by no means, by no means, the end of the carbon tax debate. And this will continue to unravel for Justin Trudeau as he is unable to contain this catastrophe and this this political and communications disaster. It will continue. So please support the station. Ring that bell and like us. And we will continue. We'll be back tomorrow with an interview with the former agriculture minister, Jerry Ritz, to talk about how Trudeau is starving us <laughs> and freezing us up. Thanks for watching today. I'm your host, David Graydon, and you've been watching Stand on Guard.